What's going on, people? How we doing, man? How about some local basketball? I mean, the season ends, I think, the 19th. The regular season ends, and then we have the playoffs and state championship. Yo, it's going to get exciting for all the teams around. Charaho's playing very, very good. Westerly's on like an eight in a row win streak right now. So all the teams are playing very, very well. I mean... Are they not? You look at what's going on. I mean, Charahoe boys basketball. Last night, Dylan LaBelle reaches 1,000 points. Charahoe rolls over Middletown. Dylan scores his three-pointer after a baseline pass. Pass it over to LaBelle, who is standing there wide open in front of his bench. Well, in front of the Charahoe chairing section. Threw up the three-pointer, and it splashed water everywhere. Dylan LaBelle... Scores 1,001 points for his high school career. Congratulations to Dylan. I mean, the crowd went nuts. But for that high school boys basketball team, they wanted to get the win as well, which they secured the win. A nice victory against Middletown. Luke Fazzaro had 23. Charaho wins 81-63. to LaBelle scoring his career 998, 99, and 1,000 on a wide open three-pointer right near the baseline. Couldn't be any better. Luke Santos was driving the ball very well, picking his lanes. He ends up finding LaBelle for a nice shot. I gotta say, it. Dylan will remember this for a long time, that's for sure. But it was one of... Luke's, it was one of Santos's seven assists and LaBelle's fourth and final three-pointer of the night. They stopped the game momentarily to allow both team uh, to allow you know Dylan and his teammates and coaches and you know to take some photographs you know because it is a very historic moment. Levi King playing very very well, doing what he does best, stealing the ball, coming up for a nice dunk. I mean, by halftime, the Charaho had a 37-23 lead, but despite turning the ball over 11 times. They can't turn the ball over 11 times. We're, com- we're coming up into the playoffs. Any mistakes is going to be a vital mistake. So you really have to control the ball. You have to control the tempo. I mean, but right now in the standards, it looks like Narragansett is is on a 13 and 4 run playing very very well. Narragansett always puts a good team together. They're 9 and 2 in the league. Narragansett's on an 8 game win streak. Wheeler right now, they're on a 3 game win streak. They are also at 13 and 4 overall. In the league, they're 3 and 1. Another great team, Westerly Bulldogs. So all three of these teams are playing well. Westerly's on an eight-game win streak, 13-5, and and 11-4 and on the season. But there's also some other good teams that they're going to be playing against in the playoffs. You've got Portsmouth. You're going to have Shea. Uh, Tiverton standing at 10-7 and right now. Barrington at 10-8. You know, you know, and, and you got Charahold. That's in the mix. You know, now they're on a five-game win streak, 11-7. and You know, um... Juanita Sanchez playing very, very good basketball. Watch out for them. 
Um, Tolman, another team that's playing very, very good. You know, so some teams, you know, are trying to scratch their way, get in it. Middletown's trying to, you know, get another win. I think they're 5-7 and seven in the league. Um, you know, so we're going to have teams. We'll see what happens when we get towards the playoffs. So what's Charahoe? What's going to be Charahoe's thinking going into this stretch? What's Coach Downey going to plan for the green and white team? I mean, right now, Charahoe actually, they broke the 1,000 points for the season as well. They have 1,041 points. I'm not sure if last night's numbers were registered into these stats yet. And they allowed the teams to score 933 points on them for the season. National ranks, there's a lot of basketball teams out there in the nation. And right now, Charahoe is ranked as 7,367 for the nation, which, not bad. Not bad at all. In the state of Rhode Island, they're ranked at 19. Now, however, the state of Rhode Island, they use something which is a media poll to, to rank a lot of these players, I believe, just like in football. But on a national level, they have Charahoe ranked sixth in the division. So Charahoe is playing very good basketball. But winter sports is coming to a close, which reminds me, help me bring more episodes to you. Make a small donation. Uh, email me for information. Or you can go to Anchor Network. You can make donations as low as 99 cents a month. Or just be a sponsor to my podcast. Make a donation for an ad and help me continue to bring more local high school episodes to you and you want to support your school you want your school you know to be on the podcast your coaches are welcome to come but more high school basketball when we come back thank you for listening to another episode and don't forget thank our sponsors pocketcast.com the only official podcast app that every podcast user needs. Pocketcast.com. You can find them in your Apple store or your Google store. So go check out Pocketcast.com. And shout out down in Cranston to Aplusri.com. Go to Aplusri for all your official audio needs. Mikey, get you all hooked up down there. Aplusri.com. And also a big shout out to the Westerly Peewee football program. If you're in a Westerly or surrounding area and you want to get your kid in the game of football, check out westerlypeeweefootball.com. Thank you for listening and we're going to get back to more. But a big shout out to Trench University and the Silverback Invitationals. The first Rhode Island Lineman Academy for linemen 10 to 18 years old. There's a tournament coming up on March 9th. Check that out. Go to Trench University. You can find them over on Facebook. We're going to get back into this with more Rhode Island local basketball coming up. Playoffs bound. Keep going. Keep being official. Scoring them baskets. Come on. I want more 1,000 point club players. Score them goals. 1,000 point club. Let's go.
What's going on? Welcome back. Can we keep it real? You already know it's your boy, Mikey. How we doing, man? Charitable charges we were just talking about, you know, how they're stepping it up, you know, five in a row. Middletown really needs to step it up and make something happen. I mean, they've been going with a lot of that pick and roll offense lately, you know, but they need to get the tempo up and start doing what's good for their team. I mean, Coach Downey got Charitable playing very, very well. Shout out to the Stonington High School boys basketball team. What's up, fellas, man? I had the privilege of talking to a few of them guys, RJ Perilla, you know, a few months back um, after they finished their soccer season. Uh, Coach DeCastro, I got to hook up with him to get him over here on the podcast. But Stonington boys basketball is doing very well throughout the season. You know, they got things going on over there. Uh, Jacob Gary, you know, scoring big, big points as well. But it looks like Coach John Luzzi has them, the brown and white, dialed right in over there in the Eastern Connecticut League. I mean, if you did the record breakdown on them, if all the numbers are right, they're standing at 11-4 and four overall. They got a 733 win percentage, so they're doing very well. They're 7-2 and two at home, 4-2 and two on the road. They scored over 1,000 points on the season, 1,016, and their defense has been outstanding, only allowing 752 points on the season. In the national ranks, they're standing at 5,247, and they're ranked 45th in the state and 8th in the state division. So, you know, they're they're playing well over there, and if you look at the schedule, which I know it's coming to an end very, very fast. I mean, they got some good, good scores. I mean, when they played um, Turtlelet, if I, I don't even know how to pronounce that, but they won 74 to 21. You know, that was back in December, you know, last December. And their first loss came at New London. You know, that was a tight game. They lost that one 69 to 63. And then, you know, from January 21st, you know, all the way down to the end of January, they had a very, very good month of January. And it was a tough game to East Lyme, 77 to 62. And then Waterford got them 77 to 54. But the next game, the game they played last night at Mountainville, I mean, Stonington was coming to play. They were playing Wyndham. I'm sorry, not Montville, Stonington and Wyndham. They were coming to play. Um, You know, they come out, they play strong. They won that one, 85-63. to Their next game will be at Mountville now. So, that's Stonington's next challenge. But Jacob Gary scoring 23 and getting 17 rebounds. And they were both, for Jacob, both career highs. I mean, John Luzzi, like I said, he's got these guys dialed in. They just kept feeding Jacob the ball, and it was just too much for Wyndham. I mean, Wyndham's not really big on the inside of the ball. And Gary, let's say, he's about a 6'4", 6'5", center. I mean, he blocked three shots. I mean, the kid plays very, very good basketball. I mean, Stonington led by like nine points, you know, around halftime. And they just outscored Wyndham 25 to 10. 
in by the third quarter of the game. Zach Scott, Jackson, they finished with at least 20 points apiece. Jackson made a bunch of three-pointers. RJ Perilla, he had like 15 points in the game. And, you know, at least close to 10 assists. Maybe a couple less. But now they're going to play Montville on Thursday. And we'll see how that game goes. I mean, their next games, you know, they have Montville. Then they have St. Bernard. And then they end the season at Plainfield. You know, so they have three games coming up. So we'll really have to, you know, keep a look and see what Stonington does. You know, I think they're going to be okay. I mean, they're shooting very good. They're shooting good good ball. Um, you know, their team is, is spread out. Um, you know, they got a few seniors that are going to be leaving. Um, McNally's a, a senior. Uh, who else is a senior over there? I think the kid Sylvia is a senior. Uh, Wall's a senior. Defonte. You know, so Stonington is going to lose a few seniors. But look out for the freshmen. Um, the kid Johnson looks to be pretty good. Uh, another senior leaving that's going to be missed is Jacob Gary. You know, scoring some points. So there's going to be players on this Stonington team that are going to be missed. Um, Jackson's going to be leaving. RJ Perilla is going to be leaving. You know, and 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 a lot of these kids are multi-sport athletes. But you got juniors step, stepping up. Uh, the Scott kid, he'll be around a little longer. So I mean, Stonington roster for basketball looks pretty good. And we'll have to see, you know, where they head, you know, throughout the playoffs. We'll have to see how Stonington does, you know, throughout the playoffs of of all that. And um, but. I think they're going to be all right. You know, they play good, good ball. So, we just have to uh, see what's going on. And shout out to Trench Academy. If you're a lineman, you want to check it out. Trench University doing really good things over there. But we'll be back with more basketball coverage. But before we do that, let me let you know what's going on. Taking place, which probably already took place, started about an hour ago. Westerly, Boroughville, Lincoln got a home wrestling match today. And also over there at the Providence Career Technical Academy, the Boys Girls Indoor Track, the Elite Performance Meet. That's narrowing down. Championship, go get it. And also, what do we have going on? Westerly Boys Basketball versus Wheeler. We're going to talk about that in the next segment. That's going to be on the road Saturday, a 4 p.m. game. That's going to be hot. Get over there and back up your Bulldogs. And Westerly Wrestling versus Lincoln. That's going to be over at Charahoe. And Girls Boys Indoor Track at the Elite Performance Meet at noon. That's all going on today. Girls Basketball, Stonington vs. Woodstock Academies, a home game. And the Girls Boys Indoor Track Class M Championship at Hill House in New Haven at 9 o'clock. So, check that out. That's what's up. Shout out to everybody. You want to be on the podcast, get at me. You already know how to do it. Shout out to the Bulldogs. Shout out to the Bears. And shout out to the Chargers. Keep doing your thing. Let's bring Unsung Sports to the front. 
That's what we're doing. Get at me. Like the podcast. Follow all the links. Keep it real. What's going on? We back for the third and final segment. Yo, shout out to everybody. You want to support the podcast? Help me bring better quality to you. I'm looking for equipment, microphones, any kind of equipment I could use to record. Um, shout out to everybody that's been keeping it real, though, holding me down. Shout out to Trench University. Shout out to UMass College, which been coming on the podcast a lot. Coach Ryan McCormick always doing big things out there on the silverback invitationals coming up you know so you football linemen get out there it's a clinic for the day it's something really nice going on but mike gleason got these bulldogs on point doesn't he i mean they're playing very very well in division two they're coming in with 13 and 5 with a 722 win percentage very good in the league they're 11 and 4 they're away, they're home, and on the way, schedules, I mean, their record is kind of close. I mean, home, they're 7-3. and three. Away, they're 6-2. and two. They won one more game at home than they have on the road. They lost one more game at home than they have on the road. So, I mean, Bulldogs are kind of equal when they, rather they're playing on the road or they're playing at home. They put up over 1,235 points on the season. Chaz Morgan's been phenomenal. Um, hashtag Irish. My, my man Patty Murphy, yo, playing phenomenal ball. I haven't seen a kid ball like him in a long, long time. They're state division number one overall. They're ranked number six in the state. And even the national rankings, they're 3,888. So they're doing the best for the local teams. Now they have a tough game ahead of them coming up. If we look at their schedules, who they played this season, and teams they won, teams they lost to. Their first game of the year against Togate, it was a tough loss. They lost by one point, right? And then they went on a good winning spree. They lost to Narragansett, which that's going to be one of the teams they're going to have to face in the playoffs. But they lost that game 60-49. to Narragansett plays good, good basketball. You know, and then they lost a couple on the road on, um, at Juanita Sanchez. They lost to them by one point. Um, a co-op team, they lost by them by, by two points. So they got a few losses. But then they were on fire a bunch of other games. They dominated West Warwick. Then they came back, dominated Tolman. They dominated Burrowville. You know, so what do they have coming up? Looks like they might have, you know, um, on the night, they have a game against Wheeler. And then they have Pilgrim. And then they have uh, Tiverton. And then North Providence. And the regular season ends for the Bulldogs on February 19th, home to North Providence High School. So they got a few games still going on. They won eight in a row. They're playing very, very, very well. I mean, they're shooting. They're shooting the ball without a problem. They're putting points up. Chaz Morgan. 
I mean, he's been scoring points all season long. I mean, so what can you really say about him? The Bulldogs' last game against, um, oh, who was it? I think it was Barville. I mean, that was where they got their eighth straight win. Burkett is posting double-doubles. He's going to be a player that colleges are going to keep an eye on. I mean, 12 of his points in the second half. He had like 13 rebounds. Westerly beats Barville in that one, 59 to 42. The victory was the eighth straight for the Bulldogs, who are 14 and 4 now, 11 and 3 in the division. So they're playing very, very good basketball. Um, they got Burkett back that, that missed a few games because of an ankle injury, but he looks pretty good. Um, Coach Mike Gleason said the kid's playing aggressive on the inside. And in the second half, he was hitting them offensive boards. Hamlin put up 12 points and 5 rebounds on his own. There's been a Hamlin and Westerly sports for a long time now. And I think the girls even got... Um, a Hamlin on their team. I mean, so him putting in four steals, five assists. Patrick Murphy, hashtag Irish. Go get him. 12 points, six rebounds. I mean, Westerly was up by four at halftime. And then at the end, they just strapped on their seatbelt, popped it in second gear, popped that clutch, and they were out. You want to be on the show? Get at me. Help support the program. If you have any... Recording equipment, mixes, microphones, uh, mic stands, whatever. You want a donation? You want to make a donation? Uh, hit up, hit me up on the email or just message me. But big shout out to aplusri.com down in Cranston doing custom audio. You want to custom your boat and RV? You want to put some bang up in there? You want to have that? You want to have your boat sounding good out on the bay? Check out aplusri.com. Mikey will hook you up, man. It's a complete car care shop. I mean, he's doing professional, professional work. But back to the Bulldogs, right? Ryan Lockwood, he led Barville with 16 points. I mean, Barville's basketball team is not as good as their football team was. Um, right now, they're 5-13, 4-10, you know, inside the division. So now we'll have to see what the Bulldogs do Saturday, right, against Wheeler. I mean, Wheeler's coming in at 12-5 and five. overall. They're up there in the division. It looks like the top three teams is going to be Westerly, Narragansett, and Wheeler. But who's going to win? That's right, Bulldogs. Yo, speaking of Bulldogs, who's ready for football? I'm ready to get on with this football season. Uh, Coach Dwayne Miranda got good things going over here. In Westerly, Westerly just, um, they just hired a new lacrosse coach. We're going to see if we can get a chance to speak with him. Um, I think Mike Garrett Fuller is on the lacrosse team, you know, but I'm excited about football coming up. I'm excited to see that, that line, uh, the offensive line. I think the line is going to be the key this year. Rocco Salino is probably going to be in the running back spot. He's going to take over the running back position, you know, that Tristan Toronto, you know, plays so well at that position, you know, 4,000 yards for his high school career. Congratulations to him. And I'm sure Tristan will move on and do good things. But who do we have coming back this season? I mean, there, yeah, there's about a dozen seniors that moved on. I mean, the John Brooches are gone. Um, 
Tristan Toronto, Antonio LeBoy, which is going to be a big guy to replace. Um, but Xavier Dubois is big, and hopefully he could pick up the slack. You know, um, 6'1", defensive lineman, you know, about 300 pounds. Connor Martin, another good bulldog that's really going to gonna move forward. Um, Mike Garofola, Eric Wewell, uh, Xavier Dubois, Connor Martin, uh, Trent Lamb. These guys been in the gym all offseason, putting in work. Saturday mornings, 6 a.m., um, kids are going over to the Y for extra lifts. I mean, the Bulldogs are going to come in being very, very strong this year. Coach Miranda put a great um, coaching staff together. Coach Poole, um, Coach Gervasini, you know, Coach Hat coming over, um, working with the freshmen, the Marone brothers, you know, so they have a great uh, Michael Terry, Ronnie Spazzato, you know, Ronnie Spazzato can go on and on. Ronnie did great with the running backs, and we'll see if Ronnie continues. Um, the execution this season, you know, but what is Westerly going to do? What kind of program is the Bulldogs going to build for their 2019 football season? Last year, you seen they were pretty much one-dimensional. One I don't know if it's because they didn't have a quarterback to pass the ball. There was a quarterback in the beginning of the seasons, but for personal reasons, um, it went another direction, you know, so they pretty much became a one-dimensional team running out of the pistol, you know, you got a couple backs in the backfield, teams knew what Westerly was going to do, but nobody could slow them down until the end of the season, Boroughville High School slowed them down, and what'd they do? I don't think they did anything genius they loaded the box. They put everybody in the box because they know you're going to run. I didn't see anyone else do that. I didn't see Mount Pleasant High School doing that. I didn't see Middletown doing that. And then Westerly gets all the way down to the playoffs and what happens? They lose by one point. It was a difference of a, of a safety caught in the end zone. You know, no fault on Tristan for that. You know, you only allowed so many plays that are called in. And you got to make the best of what you can do. But when Socket was just dialed in, you know, they had some great players over there. One of the players lost their mom, which really motivated the team. They got their butt whooped by Westerly, 61-0 in Westerly at the beginning of the season. And then from that game on, they just went on a tear through the Rhode Island Interscholastic League. And they made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Congratulations to them. And Westerly, you know, they did good too. You know, runner-up in the division. They're they're co-division champions. You know, so let's see what us Bulldogs can put together for this season. Anybody want to sponsor an episode? Let me know. You want to put your business on this season? Let me know. Live streaming going to be here for the football season. By the time the football season comes, you could put on your phone, no matter where you are, And you can punch in the website and it'll bring you right to a live football game. When you want to hear it, where you want to hear it, we'll have the capabilities for you to call in. But if you're a high school football player, coach, assistant coach, trainer, passionate diehard fan, you want to be on the show, get at me. Can we keep it real? 40 at gmail.com. Congratulations to all the 1,000-point basketball winners, man. 
Megan Bonte did it. What's up with that? Putting up a thousand points. Girl in Portsmouth, Lexi Grafton did it. I mean, people are doing it. Dylan LaBelle just did it. Johnston High School player did it. Um, and her sister's in the books for um, a couple years before her did it. So you got two people in the family, 1,000 points. So shout out to them. Let's go. This podcast is a wrap. Check out all the local sports editions, Stonerton, Charahoe, and the Bulldogs. It's your boy, Mikey. And if you got something to talk about, let's talk about it. Thank you for listening and talk to you soon. Good morning. Welcome back to Thursday's edition of Local Sports. What's going on? I'm your host, Mikey. How are we doing? This episode is brought to you by Trench University and the Silverback Invitational, Saturday, March 9th, 2 p.m., West Warwick, Rhode Island. Get your tickets at TicketsTaylor.com. The event will be at 37 Hepburn Street, West Warwick, Rhode Island. Rhode Island's first one-on-one tournament. Any money made in this event will go to the Pancake Scholarship, helping underprivileged kids compete in sports. Players, bring your cleats and your mouthpiece. This event's available from 10 years old all the way up to 18. And go train at Trench University if you're a lineman. Check out their Facebook page, Trench University or Trench U.